I'm moving to Mexico. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Hey, what's going on, guys? (laughs) 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 Episode 335, the Bad Boys Podcast. What's that weird, that sad trumpet noise in the cartoons? That's not the right. Yeah, that's the price. I'm talking about that one where that was like, when doom's near. As yeah. it. No, I was thinking there's more. Not, there's not another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? That's close. Um, that's close enough. I'm thinking of like, like, uh, it plays the one like, uh, death is, is, uh, is near. It's like, oh, mm, I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That'd be yeah. fitting. Or just play the horns from the purge. That'd be fitting too. Mm-hmm. Episode three thirty five, the Bad Boys Podcast. We're gonna randomly rant on all things movies. Uh, this is the last time we're gonna be on air. We're gonna get canceled, I'm sure. <laughs> everything's, everything's gonna go down. The crapper. I'm your host, Fonz, aka Mike Lowry. Joining me as always, Harley, aka Marcus Burnett, and I'm over here, Tony, aka MCP. What's going on, fellas? Yo. Hey. <laughs> Very somber mood. We were recording on Tuesday night, the night of the election, November 8th. And uh, it's not looking so good. A bit ugly. <laughs> like, really ugly. Yeah. We usually, you know, we just randomly went on movies. We don't really talk about politics and stuff, so we won't, uh, we won't bring the people down. Um,. We're going to be talking about some funny movies. You know what I mean? That shows a funny movie. It shows Revenge of the Nerds. They thought we need to laugh and get a good laugh. And, yeah. uh, and Harley chose Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic. Which ironically might be fitting after tonight's uh, events. <laughs> yeah, we watched it tonight. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Right oh, before man. the podcast. Oh, wow. Fitting. Um, yeah, any, uh, and it's, I guess Tony's own saw an extra. Harley, you didn't see anything? No. All right. So, Tony, take it away, sir. Sure. Um, I don't know if our listeners remember, but we, uh, saw Baba Duke a long, long time ago, <laughs> and, uh, we found out that they're making, they made custom books of the actual Baba Duke book that was in the movie. Fonzo and I ordered it. A couple years later, we finally got it. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> yeah, a couple, yeah, a couple years. Um, so yeah, I got mine. Um, opened it up. I had already started drinking, uh, day drinking that day, and I was like, "Oh, we gotta watch it. We're putting this on." <laughs> Fonzo, he was talking to Fonzo a little bit. I was like, "Yep, yep, we're gonna put it on." Um, and uh, and it's it, especially with Lainey, she hates like scary movies. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the first time you watch it by yourself. I hate scary movies because <laughs> she'll claw onto me because they're scary. Yeah. And yeah, you were saying like the first time I saw it, I was, it was like one in the morning, pitch black. I had headphones in. Lainey was already asleep and I had my finger on the mute the entire time. And as you know, I was, I was freaking out, couldn't sleep after the movie. Um, so yeah, so I was like, I'm going to watch this during the daytime. Um, but, the question uh, is, probably, would it would it repeat itself? Would it still hold up? Right, right. After uh, some day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> After some day drinking, yeah. Um, and it actually worked. Uh, I'll just cut. Long story short, I'm giving it a Slater. Oh, hey, all right. That's my second time through the movie, and I still enjoyed the fuck out of it. Um, I was kind of coaching Lainey the whole time, just talking about. You know the psychological aspects of the movie because, you know, I, even even on our last review we got into the psycho psycho aspects, um, and uh, you know the mental illness side of it, and because she's you know got a degree in psychology and has been in therapy, you know has done the therapy thing, um, she 
locked, latched onto that and, mm-hmm. it, and it worked for her. Like she was, she was into it. I mean, she wasn't like scared. She was more looking at it as, you know, the, the manifestations of mental illness and she liked it. She was, even at the end of it, she was thinking about it and came up with this really cool revelation that, um, she texted Fonzo about. And when she looked it up, sure enough, it was a theory that other people that come up yeah. with. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I want to spoil it. Um, yeah. but, uh, it, yeah, it, it, long story short, it's my second time watching it and it's a Slater. Nice. Now, were you reading along and watching it? Do you have your book out? <laughs> uh, the, oh, I brought it back out because I, I I read through the whole thing, put it away, you know, and put it in the in the in the in the display case because I didn't, you know, because I don't want to get it dirty. I know I'm I'm a sloppy motherfucker. Um, <laughs> so, but when the movie was on and they started going through it, I was like, oh wait, that you know, on that page that happens, and so I go to the page to see if it see if it looks the same and whatnot. That was kind of fun. It was really cool to see how our book has so many more pages than what the what the movie one has. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember her saying that too. Yeah, she wanted to add a couple more pages to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Cool. So I watched it again. Definitely a good time, um, and it, it still held up for me. Nice, very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that is good times. Yeah, very cool. Right on. Yeah. So see, there you go. Yeah, and the book's gorgeous too. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> It's really, That's really right. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's totally worth it's totally worth the wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mine's like um like eighteen hundred. I'm like way up there. Oh really? Mine, wow. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't you. You didn't order it that much later than I did, though. I did. I swear, I told you about it, and like within a few days, you got it yourself. Yeah, but I kept waiting and waiting, and then I was like, oh, I better jump on it. Oh, so, okay. but yeah, it was swords. Yeah, I think it's. In the eighteen hundred, I think. Dang, yeah, might have yeah. the what are two two hundreds two forty four or something. Yeah, you're in the two hundreds, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Man, I'm curious so to compare them side by side now. How the box office like look? Like, come on now, what's see that? There's like tiny, compare yours to mine to see if there's any slight differences, like uh, any. any just imperfections that make them unique as opposed to they're, oh, they're handcrafted as opposed to, you know, I kept liking how they were posting on Facebook. Like, Oh, here's another Easter egg. Or here's a hidden one. Like I told you how you had to lift that black sheet to see what number you were. Yeah, yeah, that is cool. Yeah. And then how you can like just twist the dog's head a little bit and then it'll <laughs> bugsy. It'll snap the neck. Did you try that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I was breaking his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what's up, Harley? Nothing. Just, um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just yeah, find that call. You want to tell us what's number one? Yeah, I've been, I've been sick. I've been, uh, had a sore throat a couple days ago, and I've just been kind of fighting it. Yesterday was the worst, kind of getting over it, but, um, it's still. But guess what? Still hanging on. So. Doctor Strange one made yeah. 85. Yeah, I had a big opening weekend. Um, so how's that compared to the other Marvel movies? You know, um, that's a good question. Because um, like, if Guardians of the Galaxy like did really well, because I was the one that's way it was far fetched and way out there with a the talking raccoon and yeah, tree. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So once that main is like, okay, we can pull out D list any any other yeah, character, we and we should make all right. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean. It, I, I heard. So that, I don't know if this came out first. I don't think. It, I don't know if it would have done so. You know, it's probably yeah. It's quite possible. Because um, Joel's made forty six. That's not bad. I'm looking. So uh, let's see here. Doctor Strange weekend. Open at eighty five million. What's uh, Hacksaw made 15. What's that? I said Hacksaw made 15. So let's look up Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy, it opened at 94 million. Damn. Yeah, that's big money right there. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that was our big gamble. They're thinking like, oh, let's see, uh, you know, let's see what Captain America, this little unknown up. commodity, and see how well it does. Because uh, the comics, they were doing all right, but after the movie came out, I mean, it, Captain America: Civil War opened up at 179 million. Right. <laughs> um, the Winter Soldier opened up at 95. So it's on the low side of all these Marvel movies. Look, let's look up at Ant Man. I know that was uh, Ant Man. Ant Man opened up at fifty seven. So Damn. that's that's probably the lowest. Um, yeah, let's. I, I bet you I could Google Marvel movie. I bet you he's all asking himself. I bet you I can do opening it. Opening weekend. <laughs> Oh, here it is. <clears throat> oh, wait. Shit. Uh, sorry, this is... Saw a meme of a guy standing in front of a car with his legs spread out, saying, um, I'd be like, standing in front like this, um, in front of the White House, not letting Obama leave. It's <laughs> 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 just so spread out. <laughs> We lost Harley. Damn, Doctor Strange has the honor of becoming the 14th consecutive Marvel movie to open in the top spot at the box office. 14th. However, as lauded as it is, where does Doctor Strange debut sit in the table of Marvel opening weekends to date? Um... Oh, they're literally going back to, like, Punisher Warzone 2008. Eesh. Howard the Duck. <laughs> wow. uh, Blade movies. Ghost Rider. Spirit of the Vengeance. Fantastic Four 2015 opened at 25 million. Uh, Daredevil 2003 opened at 40 million. Ghost Rider the first one, 45 million. The Wolverine 2013, 53 million. Um. The first X Men, fifty four million. X Men First Class, fifty five million. The Incredible Hulk, fifty five. Fantastic Four, the O five version, fifty six. Big Hero Six. That's a Marvel movie. What? Yeah, it's based on a comic, I think. Oh. Uh, anyway, so what was the homework, Harley? Seven. Hold on. He's still talking. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm still talking. No, you're not. Nope. Yeah, I, I Harley, what's the Bill of Rights, Harley? Can you tell me that? Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> gee, he's just throwing up fucking j- laughs and shit now, huh? Absolutely, every time. So, uh, so, yeah, interesting. Um, so I picked Captain Fantastic. Which isn't a superhero movie. No. Not to be confused. Although Vio Morrison, he's uh, pretty, I, he could be a superhero in Marvel Cinematic World. I mean, right? Is that that right? actor is pretty fucking G, right? You're just saying that because you saw a schlong in the movie. No, I'm just saying, like, he's just, he's a badass dude. Like, I wouldn't fuck with him. <laughs> so, um... In the forests of the Pacific Northwest, a father devoted to raising his six kids with a rigorous physical and intellectual education is forced to leave his paradise and enter the world, challenging his ideas of what it's meant to be a parent. So, it's a brand new movie, and it's got an 8.0 on IMDb, <coughs> so I'd be real careful about spoiling even relatively early plot lines. Um, I mean, I don't know, should we spoil the, it's about the mom? I mean, it's I don't, a I, film, but it doesn't. Honestly, I don't think we need to. Um, it's almost, I mean, we're almost, you know, going down that path already, but yeah. I think it didn't play. 
it wasn't that big a part of the in, the enjoyment of the film. Yeah, I, you I know, like that. that that plot line. I don't think affects whether you enjoy the film or not. So it's better to leave it out. Yeah, it's easy enough to do just that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, interestingly, I think what sets this this story apart is we've seen people like we've seen movies, and I can't, you know. Fonzo's going to say, uh, like what? Give me an example, and I can't. But we've seen the idea of people living off the grid. Like what? Give me an example. Exactly. And I can't. Like Into the Wild? Would that be one? Uh, yeah. yeah, more or less. Sure. I was just thinking, just hearing Harley on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Hold it the entire time I'm going, Harley's taking notes on this shit, you know? Well, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, but here's the thing. Is his kids are hyper-intellectualized because all they do is read mm-hmm. and read and read and read. I mean, and there's all kinds of, like, the whole Trotsky and, and uh, no, he's a Maoist. I, you know, the kids were watching it, and I was like, it's a bunch of different versions of communism. And they were like, what? <laughs> it's like, I, I just think it's funny how, how, like, the kids are uber, like, nerds, you know, but... And they're, they got all the anti-social things because they live up in the mountains. Um, right, right. But they're also like fucking athletes too, which is fucking wild to, you know, so it's, it's really an interesting, you know, there, it's, you know, and, and I think that's what happens with the scene with the, the sister-in-law. Yep. You know, the dinner. You know, she goes, they have to be normal. They have to learn to, you know, go to school. And he just puts her on blast. And it's true. I mean, kids these days, they don't know shit about shit when it comes to history <laughs> or current events or, you know, all they know is Donald Trump is going to become the next president. I mean, that's, yeah. need I say more, you know, how how fitting, yeah. you know, these kids that well, don't, the Bill of Rights is like the shopping list or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah, and but at the same time, it's not entirely the kid's fault. You know, the no. parents are so... Protect the children, protect the children, keep yeah. them, you know, like you're protecting them so much that you're protecting them from education <laughs> and they end up just yeah. living in this tiny little bubble, not knowing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so you got, you got Vigo, he's raising his six kids. Uh, you know, one refuses to come to dinner wearing clothes, which is fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> you know, considering the movie is so serious. Well, ironically, it says comedy first on IMDb, mm-hmm. which I thought I don't, it was a horror movie, but I, I don't think, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think of it <laughs> as a, elements of thrillers too. Yeah, so I thought like, it was a sci-fi. Exactly, yeah, yeah. that was confusing. You know, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta go to our resident now. I'm gonna quit this goddamn podcast. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this fucking country and I'm gonna quit this podcast. Fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I'm out. Take Donald with you. Yeah, no shit. So, um, but uh. Yeah, it's hard, like... So you don't think it's a comedy? That's just comedy on No, it has a lot of comedy in it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But, but it's not I, a comedy. But, the I mean, Chris is crying like a baby at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And when... Wow, yeah. Benny was, too. Yeah, when he's standing there telling his son, you know, about, at the end, of, you know, what to mm-hmm. do when he leaves, I started getting choked up. You know what I mean? He's like, and don't die. And I was just like, oh, man, that's... That's so hard, you know what I mean? Um, and so, I mean, the performances are really good. Um, the story. Yeah, those kids too. kick ass, man. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the very beginning, you see. And, it, and especially with the I'm whole. Sorry, our country sucks. <laughs> oh, do we have to be quiet? The, the whole what? I was waiting <laughs> just to make sure. Oh. That- Everything's okay. Right. What do you say? Um, the whole social intelligence and lacking social intelligence, you know, that, you know, they got a lot of education from the books, but they didn't get any, any social education. And yeah. so, you know, that, that added a lot to it. Well, and that's that, that performance with the son when he goes, you know, if it didn't come out of a book. And I thought that was right. really poignant because up until that point, you're kind of like, Sign me up, you know, where, you know, it, we don't, 
the my only thing is they don't show a lot of their day to day life in the sense of what they are missing out on in a lot of aspects, which isn't preparing them for the real world. I mean, the truth uh, is, I thought the whole like first part of the movie was that showing their day to day life was hunting and training and shit. No, that's not first half of the movie. That's like I'd say the first thirty minutes, if that. I mean, it's it's. I mean. I would say okay. the majority of the movie is the road trip. And 30 minutes wasn't enough to show their day-to-day? Well, and, and, and fair enough. I mean, they, they did a good job in the sense of with the time they had. Um, but, you know, it's like they brushed over. They basically don't have electricity. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're living, you know, it romanticizes mm-hmm. of a lifestyle that 99% of us couldn't handle you know what i mean it's but now it'd be one thing if we were born into it we didn't know any better um but Which seems to be the case for them well yeah i mean what did he say he said how long they'd been there Fuck, what was the scene where they asked like how long are we out there for and he's like well blah blah blah. i think it was like 10 years or something like that, or 12 years but the oldest son he's like damn near 18 or something we don't really know exactly but he must be because he's got all the college stuff right so he wasn't but obviously it's you know if he moved out to the woods when he was you know six or seven then you know or even longer all of his basically living memory could certainly be there um but um you know, it's it's another one of those. It's tough to pull off because you have six kids, and you're trying to give each character enough time to sort of be their own, you know, sort of individual, and sort of you have to be invested in each kid. And obviously, you have the younger boy that's that's kind of the the rebel, um, so to speak, which has a little payoff at the end there with the grandfather and stuff. Um, I actually ended up watching it twice. Um, Whoa. Yeah, me and Chris watched it, and we really, really liked it. And then we decided to watch it again with the kids. And so we watched it and kind of programmed through it. Um, But I kept finding myself remembering a scene that was coming, and I was like, oh, this scene's great. This is fucking classic. And a lot of it was the humor. A lot of it was... Some a lot of the jokes that just sort of, you know, um, keep you coming back. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the movie a lot. I'm uh, back. Bottom line. Oh shit! How long have you been gone for? I don't know. Uh, two or three minutes. Oh okay. So, um, what did you think about the film? I liked it. I dug it. Um, at first I saw it like really weird. You know, got them all like dressed up in like mud and like they're going after you know deer and I'm just like oh man what's going on it's a little heavy what is going on right now yeah, yeah. you know reading the synopsis you get kind of an idea you know where you're going to get um it's not towards like middle of the movie so I really started getting into it and then um just seeing where it's going and I was like seeing a kind of a um like a summer romance even though it's not like in summer but it, you know like when they're at the like the mobile park where they, you know, like, I don't know what those are called when, you know, one of the, one of the stations where you, you know, you park in mobile park and you can camp out there for a couple of days the or RV, whatever. RV, uh, campgrounds. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. And the guy meets a girl and he's super awkward, you know, but she's totally into him and, uh, he's ready to marry her <laughs> after just kissing her. And that's uh, pretty funny. Um, but I was like, just seeing that, like, I thought that was kind of. Kind of sweet seeing them two have their little relationship, even though it's only a little bit. But it's like, like I said, some romance. You, you know, meet somebody and then you know and that's it. So I thought that was kind of cool. And then Vigo, you know, Vigo's always great. I mean, you know, he's he's always great when he's when he does. So that was a surprise there. The kids were really good too. And then uh, it's always fun to see Steve's on. <laughs> that he was great as uh, yeah. I was like, it, it took me like thirty seconds before I was like. Steve's on and not, and Chris is like what? Oh, like, Steve's on. That's the name. Oh, of the man, actor. shades from out of sight. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that whole dinner scene. It's like 
It gets super awkward, super cringy. You're just like, oh man, this is so weird. So awkward. Can they just do what I want? So I'm drinking wine and giving them wine. It's just like, like, um, I get it. You like, you have your own way of parenting, doing your own thing, but you also like, okay, you're in their house. You should at least respect what they're doing. And well, and I like, he, he does that. He's very quick to go, I'm sorry. I recognize this is how you do things. You yeah, know, but what it I mean? took him a while after he was, yeah, well, he, 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 but, you know, he already, you know, was was implementing his ideas and thoughts and everything. So, well, it wasn't even his ideas. It, it's like it, it made sense because he has a fundamental philosophy of "don't lie to my kids." It's like, okay, yes, I'm in your house and I want to respect your rules, but that's breaking my philosophy, my yeah. life philosophy of lying to my kids. So that's a major, major clash. So it kind of makes sense that it happened that way. You yeah. know, it's 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 a little forgivable. Yeah, that's true. No, I see. I see Harley's mic muted. Yeah. I sorry, I did that so I could blow my nose. Okay, <laughs> I'm here. I thoughtful of you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Normal. See, normally it's philosophy. He'll just do it in front of the mic. I just fucking blow my shit. Hey, right it's a change, man. He yeah, like this movie already. <laughs> I don't give it to Slater just to change Harley. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, you're right. It totally makes sense. It's, it's like you said, and then uh, they're all trying to sugarcoat it about you know, with a certain incident. And uh, you're right. He sticks to his morals, and he's and then um, the kids respect him for that. You know, I mean, after a point though, because he he does get in some conflicts with some, you know, the younger kid, and and later on, and yeah, it's gonna it gets yeah. into spoiler territory. But um, yeah, no, this was a, well, you have, what were you gonna say? Just a great supporting cast. I think um, the the uh, Frank. Uh, Langella, mm-hmm. he he always plays that heavy, and so like as soon as I saw him, I knew that he was the father that was on the phone telling him like don't come, mm-hmm. and you know obviously the whole uh, church thing, and and I was like oh this is awesome because this guy's a fucking prick like he always <laughs> plays a you know like an angry old douchebag. And so it was perfect when he, and obviously he, he delivers kind of thing and his wife, you know, she's just lost. She's just totally like catatonic and he just kind of drags her around like however he wants kind of thing. Mm -hmm. She doesn't, she's just kind of like, you know, and she likes Vigo's character, but she's so sort of distraught about what happened. She just sort of like goes, Oh, okay, whatever. She's just totally out of it. And, and um there's just a lot of that like everybody's performance is really good and you know like i said one of the things that drew me to the film was it was written and directed by this actor that plays this over the top douchebag like ceo of this like google like company in this comedy that we watch and i see where some of the comedy from this movie comes from it's a very sort of like like it's it's comedy but you're you're like that shouldn't be funny like you know what i mean it's but they're in this situation and it just it's 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 like um tragedy it can be com you know comedic sure yeah. and and so it's not we it's, laugh to not cry yeah exactly exactly this movie isn't you know punchline 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 it's you know it's just these you know unfortunate series of events that that just leads up to this you know sort of thing and so um but yeah i am having a blast with it and like i said we watched it twice oh wow um and uh you know i was i was thinking i'll just program through it the second time and i found myself just watching it through the second time too and i that doesn't happen very often for me. Um, Damn. And I would go back and watch it again. You know, not not next week, um, but I would certainly sit down with somebody who's never seen it. Um, I I kind of feared like when I started watching it, like eh, you know, maybe Fonzo, Tony, maybe they're not gonna feel this because you know it's dudes living out in the woods. It's like you know the city folk. You know what I mean. Maybe is it just me that's gonna like this idea because I'm already like half halfway out in the fucking woods, anyways? You know, I mean, I got electricity and I'm not hunting for my food, but 
you know, I, I like the idea of, I've always told Chris, like, my dream would be, like, live off the grid. Like, like not have, not be connected to electricity or, you know, make, I would have electricity, mm-hmm. but it'd all be solar or wind and, like, have to go into town, like, once a month to pick up groceries. But, you know, like, well, why just, that? Why don't you have a farm? Just be out, like, totally away from all the chaos kind of thing. And so, um, so I thought, is it, is it just going to appeal to, to meet to myself kind of thing? But then as the movie went on, it, it just, it, a lot of the movie is a road trip movie kind of thing. And with, uh, Steve, there's Steve, what's the name? Yeah. Of yeah. Steve. <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, and them dealing with, and obviously there's some of the cliches about, you know, he's like, this is what America's turned into is, you know, just consumerism, bye, 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 now, now, now. And, and so, and it's obviously very, um, the, um, what's the word of time right as of right now? It's, it's, it's very poignant. Um, and then ironically, um, the movie is shot in Las Cruces, New Mexico, which is where Chris grew up. Mm. So all the scenes when they're in New Mexico, Chris is like, I know that place. I know that church. <laughs> he knew cool. like the fucking uh, gas station they stopped at because the town is relatively small and she had lived there for so many years. Mm-hmm. She was like, oh, she had been back there like a year ago. She went back for a week to visit some friends and family. Um, so and it's like right on the border. And so she's like, that's Las Cruces. She had no idea. So I think for her, not only was it a great movie, but it was also kind of a blast of the past. You know, it'd be like if we're sitting around watching a movie and, hey, there's Oceanside Pier, you know, the band shell or something like that. So, um, so, um, yeah, we, we enjoyed it a lot. I feel like I keep talking. Sorry. No, yeah, I'd buy it for a dollar. Yeah, I totally recommend it for sure. I'd buy that. Yep, gets a dollar from me, or you know, a dollar's worth in you know rabbit skins or something. Or, yeah, chicken eggs. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> and yeah. uh, for the Martin household, we would officially give it a Slater. Yeah, you better fucking movie. Twice in one week. Yeah, no kidding. In one homework week. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, impressive. Doesn't happen very often on no, the podcast. Yeah. And it wasn't like it let me down the second time. Like I was like, right. "Damn, this was fucking awesome." So it's yeah, cool. I want to go back and watch all the Vigo fucking movies. He's just like, I I just loved him in this fucking movie. I don't know. I want Chris to watch The Road. Um, did you guys ever watch The Road, Fonzo? I never saw it. No. Yeah, Tony, you watched. I watched it. it. I know I watched it. I just barely remember it. Oh hmm. yeah, that was another one. Well, it was one of those where I read the book, too. Um, That's right. I remember and that. And I actually thought that the movie did a very good job interpretation of the book. So, um, But anyways, yeah. Um, kick-ass movie. Had a lot of fun. Right on. Cool. Yeah, so on Halloween night, when, um, I was putting everything away, and my sister and her boyfriend came over, and we were talking, and, and John was like, hey, you seen Revenge of the Nerds? I'm like, yeah, I've seen it a long time ago, but... I mean, you know, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys should, you should watch that. I'm like, you know what? I'll make that the extra credit. You know what? I will. And I did. <laughs> a 1984, and this one's a comedy, Harley. It's a comedy. In case you don't yeah. know, rated R. At Adams College, a group of bullied outcasts and misfits resolve to fight back for their peace and self-respect. Um, right off the bat, I was already like, um, I was, I was into it. Like, uh, I was, I was rooting for them. Like, right off the bat, I was on their side. When everyone said nerds, they're just yelling at them. I was just like, get upset. I was, I was with them. And just the interaction between, um, Robert Carradine and his dad, and they're laughing. Anthony Edwards, Gilbert's character, who was his mom, and his like, they pull back the sheets and he's all dressed. I was just laughing. I was already like, okay, I'm in for a good time. Like, I need to laugh. This is going to be great. And I was laughing throughout the entire movie. I, I forgot how funny it was. There was parts where I kept remembering. Um, just from watching, I'm like, yeah, I used to watch this all the time, the whole Olympics thing and everything. And then while rewatching, I kept thinking, versus university, like how much that was like a, a remake of Revenge of the Nerds. It was so funny. 
Um, uh, but, but but hands down, like Booger was my favorite character. He he, every time he sits up, it was just hilarious. Him in his shirts, like <laughs> give me head till I'm dead. <laughs> he's playing uh, cards with that Asian kid, and he's like, uh, okay, I got I got a full house. He's like, I just got seven. Oh god, yeah, that was funny. I got a full fresh. Like, what the fuck is a fresh? I was just dying. Um, and then he and he'd trick him. And the guy would just say, "Oh, thank and you." He said, "Thank you." To all his money, yeah. <laughs> he uh, just say thank you. Yeah, um, you get the characters like um, like Poindexter, you know, and then Lamar, and just this, this lovable outcast that you knew that were going to be together at the very end um, when they were all in the basketball court. Like you guys can stay here well, until I guess basketball season's over. <laughs> it's just like you knew, like the remaining guys that didn't get picked to go to Fred's were going to stick together, you know. And that was going to be our core group. Um, I love when they meet the, the dean from Lambda, 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 and they get to talk to him. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I had such, I had, I had a blast with this movie. Uh, what were you guys like? Did you guys remember this? You guys saw it? This is your first time? What's the story? Nope. It, it was pretty much my first time watching yeah, same it. Here. Get out of here. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I don't remember any of it. Big yeah. chunks of it in the past. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's funny, I wasn't into it at first. I was like, oh god, it's, yeah, I was like, I knew I was getting into a stupid campy comedy, but it was really campy at the beginning. But then they got kicked out of their house, and I'm like, motherfuckers, what? That's not cool. No, no. I'm telling you, I have been on the back the whole time. At that point, I was like, oh, that's some bullshit. I didn't do nothing. I was like, oh, revenge of the nerds. Duh. Okay, they just got. Okay, now I get it. And uh, and then I was kind of paying attention. I mean, I was I, I let myself get into it. Um, and at at worst, this had lots of titty in it. This so, <laughs> and uh, and they had no shame about it. Like it, they weren't trying to cover up. They're trying to do it secretly. The motherfuckers were just planting cameras, big old monster fucking cameras. Yeah. You know, old well, school the cameras. Thing is, it's you know, nineteen eighty four, and it's. What demographic are they going after for this movie? Because it's a hard R, and I'm I really go for the preschool kids. Like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> but I'm saying like nowadays, well, like there's the Porky's these movies, like there was there was that genre of R-rated yeah, comedies. I know, but it's like it's high school kids. It's like they're gonna try to get yeah. high school kids to see this, but nowadays, mm-hmm. if they're gonna get high school kids to see a movie, it's PG thirteen. You know what I mean? I miss these days when when you could make these rated R movies and and just get away with it. It just adds We've so much Bush. More. We've got Bush. We've got Bush. My buddy Jeff texts me. He's like, that's the first time I ever saw Bush. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys so, are still watching? Then, They're up. Yep. <laughs> all the supporting cast that we recognize so well. I mean, Good. I didn't even know Goodman was in it until I started watching. I'm like, oh shit, that's John Goodman. Yeah, that's, this movie's thirty years man. old. And then obviously we love Donald Gibb and and uh, Bloodsport and um, Ogre. Who else? You got? <laughs> yeah, you got uh, dude from Made with Children, Tim McKinley. Yeah, Ted. Oh God, and that guy at the at the gym lifting the dumbbells like he was <laughs> like he was flapping wings yeah. or something. I was fucking dying, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how when he when he uh, he dresses like that makeshift Darth Vader because can't there's no rights he can he can you know have the actual mask, but he's in there. He's like, well, the difference is between like you know, drugs just think about sports. We think about sex like women all the time, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, that like sums up the movie. That's why you know when they're like zooming in, like they stayed up all night watching the women like go to sleep or take a shower or whatever. The high tech cameras and zooming in. It was hilarious. With the, the little prodigy kid too, he's just like like he broke the fourth wall when he looks at the camera and just winks when he's like talking to those yeah. two girls. And he's just at breast level. He's just looking back and forth, back and forth, and he just winks. You're like, yeah. yes, like that's that's what it was. Like the eighties there was just these hardcore R you know, R R R rated movies. And uh yeah, um from like the musical cues from like the um the little tricycle bike ride. They <laughs> gave him that pill so he wouldn't get drunk. And he just right. Then he had his like old yeah, little oh like God. little little music. Man, I was fucking dying. It's another movie where I think um, early um, Adam Sandler movies took from the uh, the Billy Madison, um, the little uh, um, 
triat not triathlon, but the little competition he has with uh, what's his name it kind of reminded me of of this. Or when I saw this, it reminded me of that. But obviously, that this movie is so much older. So, um, uh, I'm trying to think of of the what's the word? My brain's been dead for the last couple of days. The uh, in this movie, it's the, the the what did we have for the competition? Well, like a triathlon, like a yeah, it's not triathlon. Triathlon is three different athletic sports. Um, and this, it is called. Well, it's like the Olympics. The but Greek... yeah, so yeah, what's yeah, what's funny is like um, they uh, games the way they just call the Greek games. They call oh, okay, this. yeah. And they have the sort of the same thing of Billy Madison, you know. Yeah. Well, I love how they all had like their own personal things, you know, like Lamar was doing the javelin and Boogie was doing the bourbon contest. Javelin's all bouncing slow motion. So funny. (laughs) That's what I always remember watching too, like when I was younger, like that scene always cracking out. It was just so weird. Yeah. Um, and then Boogie doing the the burping contest was awesome. Um, yeah. Oh man, the band, man. Yeah, it's a band, of course. Yeah, they all got to shine. And that's the thing I like yeah. too. Like they didn't just go when they got when they got messed with. It's like you know what? No, we're not gonna we're not gonna take that. We're gonna get them back. And they messed with their fucking jock straps. And they had a panty raid, and they were doing their thing. They they didn't you know they didn't they like, just sit back and just like thinking like I'm just gonna take a while before they get back because they are smart and they told them they're gonna outsmart them and uh, you, you can't help but to go for root for the lovable losers, you know. And uh, you can see yourself a little bit of yourself in them, you know. Especially I'm sure like. Uh, um, when the guy was flirting with the computer, I'm like, that's probably how, t- that, that's a mall. That's, Harley, in case you didn't know, that's exactly how Tony got Laney. The way Gilbert was doing that at the computer on uh, that girl, yes, that's how he did it. How Tony? Mm-hmm. You can tell him right now. Oh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I just pictured, I was watching it, I was like, look at my man flirting with the computer, I was like, telling him what to do. I was like, yep, that's pretty much how Tony got Laney. That's exactly it. Here's funny <laughs> trivia. Um, Brian Tochi, I believe it's pronounced. Plays the uh, the nerdy Asian kid Takashi. Takashi, uh huh. You know what else he's in? What's that? He plays Leonardo in Back to the Future One and Two. <laughs> Is he one of the the, the gang members? One of the fucking turtles. Wait, what? He's one of the turtles in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think you said Back to the Future. Thank you. Oh. I, I meant to say, you know I Because I was thinking the Jesus third one was... Jesus Christ, perfect. I was so confused right now. So, so I know both of you were like... so weird. I'm like, that's pretty funny. Isn't that cool? And both of you guys are like... I'm like, he was Biff's bad guy? <laughs> you're like, no, he <laughs> played a Ninja Turtle. I'm like, okay, now I'm way confused. Like, you said Back to the Future, but you said Leonardo. I am... One and two. So, and obviously there are two Back to the Future. No, I meant to say Teeny Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, go back and correct yourself first. Don't go back to that story like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So he is Leonardo from the Back to the. God damn! I oh my god! That's how I fucking can't. stupid I am. I'm literally... <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Um, I'm not talking anymore. I thought he was Marty McFly in TMNT. <laughs> I was surprised at how enjoyable the movie was. I think like Tony said. At first I was like, uh, this yeah. is not going to be any... But as the movie could progress, I was like, eh, this is fun enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah it, it was definitely enjoyable. I mean, I wasn't... It, it, I knew what kind of movie to expect, but I wasn't in the mindset yet when I first started it. But it pretty quickly got me into it. So, yeah, it worked. I was enjoying it. So, give me a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar! Myself as well. I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh yeah, to me it gets full on Slater. I was laughing my ass oh. off. Movie. Yeah, yeah, we easily watch it over and over again. That replayability oh, for you? Very high. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so um, just real quick, the road mm-hmm. was reviewed on episode eight of the Bad Boys podcast back in 2010. Wow. I reviewed that fucking movie six years ago. Yeah. It was in the same episode where I talked about El Tupo. Oh, wow. Are you kidding me? 
We could yeah. talk about the most Jesus worst double feature of all time. <laughs> wow. Yeah, good stuff, man. You lied. So yeah, so it's been six years. So you, you guys can bring it up. You guys can sign it again. Trump <laughs> would get elected president. You lied to me. He's, he hasn't been elected. It's not official. Oh, it's right? look pretty... at the map, motherfucker. He took Pennsylvania. He took fucking he Florida. Preparing for teaching tomorrow? No, this, 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 I'm too upset. The show must go on. Uh, we're moving to Mexico. That's right. Let's go. I'm fucking going. Even Fox hasn't announced that that he's won yet. And even awesome. well, whatever. Here, I'm not going to get on that. This is this is random ramps and all things. That's right. Movies. What are you doing? Yeah. Chris, avoid politics. Chris is Chris is a very liberal individual, and um, yeah, right. she'll be she'll be upset if Trump gets elected for sure. I do too, but you're married to me, so deal with it. <laughs> oh man, uh, who's got homework? Who's got his credit? Uh, I've got homework, and I'm gonna switch things up a bit. And give you guys a choice between two animated movies. Hmm. Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh shit. Or Sausage Party. Or Sausage Party. Damn. I'm going Sausage Party. Yeah, me too. I gotta laugh. <laughs> Go one dying is Kubo and Two Strings like a full on kids movie. Uh huh. You're full <laughs> you're full on kids movie. Your face is a full on kids movie. Your face is a sausage party. What? Hey yo! <laughs> Dang Kubo it! I thought it was, I thought it was my homework this week. That's what I was going to choose. How funny! Oh, uh, nope. You get the bye week this Sweet. week. So it looks like Hardy's got the extra credit. So we uh, we were talking about this movie. I think just yesterday, motherfucker. What? And uh, directed by John Singleton, New York City police detective John Shaft. Oh, goes on a shit. mission to make sure the son of a real estate tycoon, <laughs> Batman, is brought to justice after a racially motivated murder. Power oh. to the pussy! There you Whoa. go. I, there, it there it is. That's the, that's the title of the episode. If I ever heard one. <laughs> oh, man. How do, you, how do you follow that up, Tony? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Did we lose somebody? Uh, no, I'm here. Okay. Hey, you're all speechless. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to uh, make sure I mark that time so oh, I can get a clean cut of it. I think you should, yeah, I think you should get that sounder. That's a good sounder. Okay. Man. So, what'd you guys do this weekend before uh, the world goes to shit? Hey, babe, what'd uh, you do what this happened? weekend? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> vibrating my teeth. What? You're vibrating your teeth. What? What? Right at. Oh, there's a good time. What did we do this weekend? Anything that we can talk about? No. Okay, never mind. It was misery. Followed up by fucking Trump as president. We, uh. <laughs> we, uh. <laughs> the adventures of teenage girl drama continued this weekend. Oh. Was that the extra no, so we went up to Medford. We hung out with your ex-husband <laughs> and his crazy wife. That was fun. Yeah, we hung out with my ex-husband. We hung out with Husband Christmas. number one. Mike won. Oh, boy. She was married to him. Number one? 1834. Harley, are you married to Ramona Flowers? Does she have 10 evil exes? Hit the final one. No, they see they've been married. They've been divorced for twenty years. I say they're married. So what? What happened? No, no, no. She's been married and divorced since him. So, gotcha. um, but uh, no, I finally met her first husband. I met her second husband. He's kind of a douche. Um, her first husband's a sweetheart, though. He's a really he bought us lunch. Very nice guy. And then um, and then we hung out with his wife, um, which who's Chris Chris is friends with. And they actually moved up to Medford from Portland. And um, so they're only about an hour and a half away. So that was really nice. It was, you know, we had the kids and um, his his wife's kooky. Um, but but like a good kind of kooky, you know, like a fun kind of kooky. Sure. Um, so it was cool <laughs> hanging out here for a couple hours and we went grocery shopping. And um, 
went to this crazy rednecky hardware store. It was like the it was like a Walmart of redneck Oregonian um like like there's literally aisles and aisles of guns and ammo like out in the open for you just to peruse and touch and shit and like just you know aisles of hunting equipment and on one side and then it's just like a typical hardware store on the other and you know like hardcore camping gear and like it's just a Chris just remembered it. What was it called? Black Bear? Black, Black Bird? Bird? Black Bird. And it has this, like, giant fucking ugly-ass Black Bird out front of the, the the store. And when I say giant, I mean, like, it's two stories tall. It's like a fucking huge statue of this fucking bizarre-ass... Like, look it up on Google. Black it's like Bird. It's paper mache bird. Yeah, like it's, but it's fucking ugly as all sin. <laughs> so, um... So we had a nice Saturday, and then it all turned to shit uh, um, on Sunday. But um, the weather was nice. That's good. Plan on, plan on getting a school bus and going on a road trip? Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. This is a fucking big, goofy black bird. No, and nobody even fed her either. You didn't feed her? I didn't. I didn't feed that stupid ass mutt. Medford, Oregon. Big goofy black bird. Whoa! God damn! Told you. That's a thing of nightmares. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's straight out of the Dumbo cartoon. Dude, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's fucking, and it's huge, and it's right out front of this fucking hardware store in Medford. What's it, it's fucking finger? Why does it have fingers? 30 feet tall with bulging biceps, unsettling claws, and an And it's insane... super buff. It's like the most awesome yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, the, it's the weirdest thing. It really? even says that. <laughs> this black crow statue is stuff with nightmares. With fiendish, crazed, googly eyes, he got the passing <laughs> motors from the parking lot. 20 to 25 foot high made is more intimidating by having... Hands with three twisted fingers each instead of wings. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, yeah, we hung out there for, before we were scared off by the locals. <laughs> yeah, you just, you know, I mean, it's like people watching at Walmart, you know, you get to see all like mm-hmm. the super Trump voting white trash people um so you go to this place and you get all this super like white trash trump voting but like in a different state where gun laws are a little more open kind of thing so so yeah fun it says uh we are informed by a recent visitor that the crow statue may actually represent a mina bird mina bird the owner has a live mina inside whose shrieks yeah, and whistles there's a bird in there the, yeah, whose shrieks and whistles it. can be heard throughout the store. It it talks. <laughs> it talks. You can actually go up to the bird and I say, that was you a know, good idea. That thing is so fucking crazy looking. Yeah. You didn't take a picture with it? No, I didn't. That's a good point. I should have. How'd you not? <laughs> I, I didn't. The creepiest thing is the toes that are bent. Yeah, upward. they're bent like the wrong way. <laughs> I saw that too. I was like, that's some weird shit. Yeah. yeah. You guys are still on that fucking bird, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm asleep. Look at that thing. Hold still. It's fucking Hold creepy. still. Hold still, little birdie. Oh, man. So bizarre. I'll come on up to fucking Northern California, Southern oh, Oregon. We oh, can thank take you. Take a picture with fucking. I see the big wheel of cheese instead of the. Yeah. Biggest yeah. thermometer. Well, that's in Cali. <laughs> That's down there. Yeah. What'd you do, SP? Uh, let's see. What did I do? I think on. Uh, I don't remember what I did Saturday. I think I. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> I probably didn't do shit. I just remember on Sunday, my grandma, my mom came in from Mexico because she went spent the week in Mexico, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and my brought too. my grandma back, and so. I went over and so my grandma could, she'd do her favorite thing, cook breakfast for me. <laughs> <laughs> and she's 
I was like, yep, I'm there. So I went over there, had some breakfast. Then uh, Nori hit us up and needed help moving again. Oh, my gosh. More shit. So we helped her move a desk up the stairs. Damn. And uh, then she took us, took us out for drinks uh, at the draft. That's nice. Um, and we had, uh, like, these samplers, like the beer. I didn't know they had, the, like, the beer samplers. Um, so we just ordered eight of them. <laughs> and we were just drinking them. Our whole table was just, like, covered in beer. Nice. It was, it was pretty it – was, it was good stuff. But it was the first time I had that. I was like, man, I, this is how I want to have beer all the time. Because <laughs> I like, had, I like tr- tasting all of them. Mm-hmm. It's like if I always order pints, I'm blacked out before I can get too far. You know, so yeah, yeah. So that that was a good time. Yeah. But yeah, so that's nothing, nothing too crazy. Okay, good times. Yeah, yeah. Sunday just chilled. Did do nothing. But last night I went to a signing in in L.A. for the, for the Evil Dead. There was like three cast members there, and the artist that designed this poster, and the composer of the Evil Dead. So it was like, um, it was three actors and man, they're, man, Del, he, yeah, he, I saw those pictures, man. Yeah. He got making out with a, a guy and everything. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I take a selfie with one of them because like she kept taking goofy pictures. I'm like, she, she knows how to have a good time. So I'm going to ask her to do a uh-huh. selfie, a silly selfie. And she did. And then I'm all, well, if she did it, I'm going to have, uh, so Teresa, uh, yeah, Teresa Tilly, Teresa, Teresa babe. So Teresa, she did it. She took a selfie. I'm like, cool. I'll ask Betsy, Betsy Baker who played Linda. I asked her, she did it too, and then Richard Domenico, he was a, he was a riot. The other played Scott, he was a riot. Um, Del, he, he just has a really cool environment when he has that signings, you know? Pops open, mm-hmm. back in Newcastle, he was drinking, he gave him one. He used to roommate with him back in Michigan, it was really cool. All the oh, stories cool. he had with him, yeah. So it was just like a really cool time, like everyone bought their limited edition poster, everyone got lined up, we're sitting there hanging out, and then we stayed till like they were closing, like we stayed afterwards, and then we're all just talking to him, and I was able to take more pictures, and, my buddy Scott that I went with, he was able to get like a lot of his, like, um, he had a big laser, he had a laser disc of Evil Dead, a special disc that he just opened up that night, <laughs> had them sign, and, uh, he bought this thing, um, this, there's this one artist, I think he goes by Disco Bloodbath on Instagram, and does like these cool, like, 3D effects of like these horror movies, where it's like a, like a glass, it's like a frame with glass, and they got like interdimensional, like, scenes from like the movie, but it's like a movie poster in three dimensions, it's really cool. So he bought one from him. And we're just having a good old time hanging out. And before we got there super early, but we left like at, geez, we left like at three o'clock. I'm going to get there to like six thirty. <laughs> six, it took us forever. But Dang. we went to this one pizza place around the corner. It was really cool. It's like almost like Subway. You order the crust and then you can put as many toppings as you want. Two minutes, that thing heats up like nukes and then it's ready. It was delicious. I couldn't believe how fast I was there. So we got to do that eat. Yeah. Got some Starbucks afterwards. So it was really cool. I got my poster signed and. To took the pictures with them. It was just fun, like it, you know. I love that store. I love the Dark Dale season Burbank. If you're in LA, that's just, that's the store. That's the, that's my jam. So they always have they always have cool signs. And I was telling Scott, like, we've been going since 2011, you know, because he just started going this last year. And he's like, oh man, you've been getting tickets for a long time. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Actually, when Trick or Treat came out, remember we rushed down there um, yep. um, for Freddy. What was the night when it was raining and you were taking all those cross streets? What was that? I don't, was that I, for Freddy or was that remember. for Trick or Treat? It feels like it was Trick or Man, Treat. I want to say that too now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. But I just remember taking the side streets before like, you know, these really cool ways or all these other other GPS apps, you know? You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Was that on your like Helio phone too or was it a totally different That was my Helio, yeah. yeah. I, think it was, I think it was cool, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been going there forever and that was like, you know, they, uh, They've been a little retail store for like 20 years and they're still going strong. So, um, that's cool. yeah, it's really cool. So that was a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, that's what I did on Monday. And then today, just, man, just, uh, just a downer of a day, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Time will uh, tell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it, right? That, uh, Check the movies. Look, 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 quick little fast episode. Not too long. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to cover. Any movie news? Um, I'm, 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 uh, make a point to go out to the movies this weekend and see The Arrival. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, and, uh, um, 
But yeah. Uh, Wait, Fonzo, are you going to go see it too? Um, I don't know. I'll try. Okay. If, if you said you're going to, I was like, I might switch the homework to that because if we're all going to go to the theater, that's going to be a fun one to review. Yeah. Review, yeah, it might be worth it. Um, we won't know until Friday or Saturday. Or, well, I mean, the podcast doesn't record till Tuesday. No, I mean, if we all end up going to watch it, we'll end up reviewing yeah, it. Yeah, we'll review it anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, way on my list of priorities, for sure. And I think yeah. it's going to happen, because okay. Anna's going to most likely go to the Bay Area with her class all weekend, so okay. it'll, it'll be possible to make it happen. So. Right on. All right on. Anyway, yeah, that concludes episode 335 of the Bad Boy Podcast. We just randomly rant on all things movies. I'm your boy, Fonz. Say we ride together. Harley, we run off to Mexico together. <laughs> MCP, Bad Boys for Life.